Join Sean and Brad as they talk about sports and share a beer. From the east coast of Canada to the west coast of the United States. Over to you boys. Everybody, what's happening? What's good with you? Guys, beer sports back in your ear once again. Brad Tesh coming to you live from the west coast of the United States of America. With me, as always, my partner in crime, Toronto's finest, Mr. Sean Valancourt with his tactical glasses. Good morning, Sean. Hey, buddy. Tactical glasses. These are Oakley's, I'll have you know, as well. Like uh, I know, they're Oakley tactical glasses. They're probably uh, safety rated. Well, they are. They are because I'm in the military, so I had to get them safety oh, rated. Oh, so they are tactical glasses. By They're not tactical like glasses. They are, I, I personally, I can't wear these in the field because they're transitions as well. So it looks really cool when you're in a hot climate and it turns to sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah, but when you're it's in a baseball... It's a little dark in your room right now because they're starting to turn. So you look a little... <laughs> a little T-Pain in the late 90s or 2000s. You know, that's the worst part. Is like Once these bad boys turn once, then all of a sudden you feel like you have a tint on there all day. It's like... yep. They just never quite get right. You got to stare into a light to get them to come out. Oh, well, that's it. It's just like, uh-oh. <laughs> Going to a completely dark room. Man. So it's been it's been a couple of weeks. We've been busy. Uh, what exciting things did busy, you get to do? Busy, relaxing. Yeah. Oh, I was I was relaxing in Phoenix, playing a little golf for sure. Uh, what exciting things did you get to do this past couple of weeks? I, I couldn't really tell you. I watched uh, a lot of the NCAA tournament, which was fantastic. Once again, it was it was fantastic. Shout out to uh, my Carolina Tar Heels for making the all the way to the championship game and losing. Yeah. <laughs> but man, yeah, it was I mean it wasn't to be fair, it wasn't the biggest lead they gave up in the tournament. So yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, there's that. Uh the, the best got... part was them ruining Coach K's thing. You know, like, do you know this? Uh North Carolina gave uh Mike Krzyzewski, the famed coach of the hated Duke University, right, his first loss and also gave him his last loss. So that's crazy. Shout that's out to those Carolina Tar Heels for doing us all right. Oh man, uh, yeah, that was that was a great. I remember I was down in Phoenix watching uh, all the way to the Final Four. I believe actually right until the championship game there for the females. And uh, yeah, unbelievable, unbelievable. People are enamored. It's amazing. It was yeah, great. Best time here. I, I still will contend. There is yeah. nothing better than the NCAA tournament from a fan perspective. It's fantastic. Or even if you're like a sports bet, I think that that I think you'd be the most stressed out because you have to get everything correct. Like that's the hardest thing to. Yeah, here's to the thing about it though: is that it's so fun. So St. Peter's was a 15 seed, yeah. which typically lose in the first round. They ran all the way to the lead eight, and so they destroyed everyone's brackets. My brackets were toast, and I'm typically, <laughs> you know, not terrible. Yeah, but it was fun to watch all the ex- upsets. That's the thing, right? Is you bet. Mm. You know, you bet with your wallet, and then you watch the games with your heart, and you don't care that your bets are terrible because the games are so fun. That's so, it. That's why I would argue it's the best because you can be a fan of a team that you've never heard of before. You know, yeah. you can't do that in football or baseball or. Well, last year was Oral Roberts, right? Or Roberts football. University. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was something that we talked about. Name in college history, but whatever. <laughs> oh, dude, guess what I got to do just yesterday. Uh, but it has to do with baseball. 
Are you sure right? You're sure right. I don't know. I thought I was dropping hits everywhere here wearing yeah. the Blue Jays apparel. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I ended up going. Still in uniform for being the Bat Boy, it looks like, Sean. That's so <laughs> Bat Boy, that's not a point of opener. That's like Kramer. Trying to be the ball boy there at uh, the New York Open there for tennis there. You know, watch how it's done, son. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. baseball's in full swing. Uh, oh, listen, I had to wear literally my uniform. and figuratively. Yeah, I had to wear my uniform in there. It was crazy, yeah. but uh, you get you get you get asked really weird questions. Like I realize now how many Canadians that really don't know anything about our Navy. That's fine. Like, are you border crossing? No, it says Navy right here. Are how, you a Navy? Wait, wait, hold mm. on, hold on, hold on. Mm. How mm. close is Toronto to the border? Oh, I mean, we're close to the border. We're only like maybe an hour and a half from Buffalo, New York. Yeah. Still like that. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Wait, hold on. You're only an hour and a half from Buffalo and you didn't make it down for a Bills game last year? Hey. Is that because the, the border was closed or because you couldn't make it? That's basically the border was closed. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, but that this I year, just gave you your excuse. Your Flintstone yeah, feet couldn't. That's. Pile your car down far enough. Hey, <laughs> yeah, but that's the problem now. Well, they're starting to give us gas. For, that's a whole other discussion yeah. for another day. Oh, oh, just give me one second here. Back to that. Oh, sounds like you're picking out entrees. You're reading the menu at a restaurant for the first time. <laughs> let, me just, let me just. Holy Jesus, stupid computer. Thank Keep you. That. Keep that. <laughs> what are you doing? What? It's stupid. It's so stupid, computer. I'm a grown man. I don't type like that. Oh. For all you long-time listeners, this is why Sean's known as a Luddite. Feel free to Google the term. Anyways. So when you get, get in your car and you put your feet through the floorboard, do you yell, Joanna! And you get <laughs> running and like roll down? Or do you yell, Wilma, like a traditional place to <laughs> Don't forget, he wasn't running the car at that point. He was knocking on the door trying to get Either in. Either way. Right? I, I, <laughs> way I just need to know if you yell Joanne in the same way that, he, that Fred Flintstone yells Wilma. I hadn't thought about that till just right now. Can you, can I you used to that? until like, you know, many years of correction. Yeah. And oh, okay. uh, so she doesn't yeah. like it. No, no, I've been corrected. So <laughs> very, very diligently. She's like a good pruning tree. She pruned me very well. I don't even recognize the man that's in front of you today. It's uh, amazing. <laughs> well, your mom doesn't either because you're quite large. But uh, <laughs> anyways, we'll leave that topic for a whole other day. You thought the glasses would you know, throw us all off, but here we are back with it. But here we are. We're at the game. It was four nothing in the first, bro, for the Texas Rangers. The hated uh, Texas Rangers. Oh, just unbelievable. Can we agree on that? We hate the Texas Rangers. Absolutely. I think you hate them as much as we do. I mean, that playoff series oh, we had more. against them. They're in my you know, they're in my they're in your division. division. I've hated them for a long time. Yeah, but they, we played them twice in the playoffs and Rogan. They stole door. Alex Rodriguez from us how many years ago? I've uh, been I know. doing them since then. Rogan Adur punched out. Jose Batista there back in the day. Oh, yeah. like, like, uh, the there's no love lost, you know? So it's like, so here they are. They're up like seven after two. I'm like, oh my God. No, seven after three. And we can't get anything going. Then the bats come alive, baby. 
The bats come alive, baby. We don't need no pitching. We just need Romano in order to come in to close that sucker out, man. Oh, oh, and that mustache is the best in baseball right now. Don't you even try to tell me. Otherwise. Well, it's early. It's early for that. Most of the guys are starting on spring training, so he might have had a jump start since he's been not shaving since he was 12. <laughs> he's got the best. The you can best tell that in guy the clean shaves and has a handlebar the next day. He's, just, he's that kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, you know that that guy's a man. <laughs> he just wields his mustache. He was a mustache. man early. Yeah, that guy was a man early. <laughs> oh man, no, that was that was fantastic, fantastic. I don't know if you've been looking. I don't know, like uh, Seattle. The Kraken, you lost Giordano, he came over to our team. You know, I feel sorry for you guys about that. Why? We got draft picks. You got draft picks. That's right. You can have draft picks. They're going to be very low draft picks. It's like, yeah, go ahead. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> no, they are. I mean, we got 98 points. We're we're laughing. <laughs> we're laughing right now. You'll be crying in the first round like you have been for the last Oh, I don't know if you've been looking at the way it's shaping up right now. And I kind of wanted to bring Reed on one day. It's what the way shaping, it's up. shaping up every year. It's shaping you guys up. For, look like the juggernauts, and then you're going to go in and get blown out by the bottom seed. It's shaping up for Toronto, Boston, fourth round, like fourth time these teams facing off in the first round. That's what it's shaping up to be right now. How many times has Boston won? No, that's the thing. They've won all three. This is the monkey you're off the back. My point. I don't we know have to right. get the monkey off the back. And 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 that's the thing. This is the point I want to talk about today. Is the Bruin a monkey? Well, he's a bear, but uh, yeah, so you can paint the bear off your back. That's that's, that's it, yeah. So um that was the thing I really want to talk about. Austin Matthews. Dude, let's talk about Austin Matthews today. With the worst hairline in sports. That's, I'll agree with you on that, but everything else. I thought it was LeBron argument. James, and it is not. No, Austin's pretty young for that hairline. <laughs> it is, yeah. Uh, then, Lakers eliminated in the NBA. How way at shaping up. That's, that's unbelievable. We already touched on hope opening day, yeah. so let's just get into this, Oh, well, we didn't touch on how, you know, if you, you could have had some starting pitcher because the opening day Mariners is your former ace. <sighs> Robbie Ray, who went seven innings strong, giving up. I was one. trying to get over that. I was trying to get away from that. I didn't want to hear Kid this. Looks like a stud, oh, dude. Oh, he is a stud. Runner. He is a stud. He is. That hurt. The fact that he wanted to go to the Mariners, and it's like, ah. Oh, but I understood why. He's going to be their ace. It's like that's the, that's your guy's ace. The guy is yeah. unbelievable. He's one hundred percent. The Mariners have a real starting rotation now with the addition of Robbie Ray. That's exactly it. We either mean, signed or added four all stars to the mix. Man, you, I don't know, the Mariners. Like, I I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to jinx it. It's kind of like when you know you're hunting and the deer comes in target. Like you just need to be. But the playoffs pretty, look like they're in the, the field. Mariners were ninety wins. We were ninety one wins, mm-hmm. and everybody else in the World Series champions. Oh, that's right, eighty eight. Yeah, so right. We were talking about that. How we, yeah. you said we weren't going to catch you, and I said, no, we're going to sweep you. You did. You anyway. did. I have it marked on the calendar when Seattle's coming here, baby. So, <laughs> when, when is that? When does that happen? I think it's in May when they're coming here, and then reciprocal in June. Yeah. So they don't come. They come here in June and not any other time. 
Actually, I think it's July. Sorry, brother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's only that. That's it. We only face just the one back and forth. One and one, one and done. Back and forth. That's it. Yeah. Make got sure. That. Unless unless you're magically here for that, I'm not going to that series. It's the worst. Between the Yankees and the Blue Jays, those are the worst fans <laughs> in Seattle. We travel well. Dude! Well, you only have one team. Like, they don't travel well. Like, there's no Toronto <laughs> residents in Seattle when uh, you play here. <laughs> They're all from Victoria and Vancouver, and they've migrated down across the border to come watch the only Canadian baseball team, which is good for them. Like, it's, it's cheaper for them to come to America to watch their team. It's Just crazy, dude. Like, noodle it's on that for a minute. Oh, man. All right. So let's get into Austin Matthews, my friend. Let's get into this guy. Can we just say, can we talk about him? Because that feels a bit weird to say to get into him. Let's talk about him. All right. It does. It does. I, I didn't realize how weird it does sound. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, man, this guy, what a, what a talent. He's probably going to be the heart uh, trophy because he's like running away. How much time is left in the season, Sean? It's 10 games left. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Okay, we can talk about this then. That's fine. Yeah. 10 games left. Austin Matthews scored 50 goals in 49 games. Okay. 50 goals in 49 games. Pretty good. Austin Matthews now is the all-time Leafs best goal scorer for a single season with 55. Actually, he's at 56 now. But he broke it with 55. He's at 56 goals. He broke that. He is now the all-time leader for an American-born player. 56 goals in a single season. And 10 games left. He did this in 66 games, 97 points. 66 games. He missed games. So altogether, he could have 76. He'll miss six games and still probably finish off with 65 goals and nearly 50 assists. 100 to 12 to 115 points this season. What a dude. And so then what's, you have, what's considered a point scoring? Like, what's a stellar season? Like, if you crack 100, have you done really well? Oh, you crack 100, you're that's that's amazing to me. If you're getting 82, you had a really good season, like, okay? Because that's a, that's a point a game, like, that's a that's a very stellar season. So, we're going to have it's going to be the first time in franchise history that we're going to have two guys over 100 points because Mitch Marner is knocking on the door of that as well. Uh, and, and we were talking about Leon Dreisaitl, the German born Edmonton Oilers player, doing the 50 goals in 50 games. And because he was on pace for that, then he just fell right off. And, uh, and uh, he's behind Austin Matthews now, behind him. Mm. It's crazy. Um, yeah, we've had our goaltending problems, but the thing is, is that you just see this character, this 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 player becoming a better character player. His defensive play without the puck has been has has gone up exponentially, and of course his offensive uh, awareness, unbelievable. Um, I I can't believe we have a talent like this on our team, and for him to be like I was in Phoenix and people were talking about him in Phoenix because they understand that this is where he's from it's uh it's something else you know he's from what what did i say something funny what what did no. i just say 
it's like said they understand that's where he's from like yeah like, yeah well because it's like oh they have the arizona coyotes it's like uh who goes there <laughs> all these trades what do you think the average what do you think the average draw and ticket prices in arizona for hockey is it 500 people ticket. a night and it's 12 bucks to get in or something? Yeah, it was like 15 bucks to get in. And it's it, they're going down to for the next couple of seasons to uh, uh, out in Tempe, the 5,000. It holds 5,000 until <laughs> so they have the new arena built. It's like, oh my God. They're building gosh. a new arena? Who's paying for that? Who's paying I, for a new arena? Which private money? Yeah, I think so. I think it's Tempe or somebody like that. The up. city of Tempe is paying for that? Yeah, I think so. What it's a, crazy. Man, you it's need to get on crazy. boat, Tempe. That's yeah. crazy that your like, city council is going to sign off on that garbage. Like, here I am, and I'm there going, like, is there anybody that's a Phoenix fan or Arizona Coyotes fan? Like, not really. We go to the game to see our team. You know what I mean? These transplants want to see their team. So, you, you know, if you're a New York Rangers fan, which New York Rangers are having a fantastic season, by the way. Uh... Did, uh, their 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 goaltender Shesterkin is just lights out. Uh, Sorry, what's his name? Shesterkin. <laughs> so he's he's lights out, man, and he's half the reason. Can you imagine? You had Henrik Lundqvist, and then you replace him as this guy Shesterkin, who is Listen, just. Can I ask you? A, can I ask you a serious question? Yeah. Do you think that? An NHL play-by-play guy has the hardest job in sports. Uh, he absolutely does. Absolutely. Next to next to the UFC guy. <laughs> because some of those names. <laughs> I think, yeah. The UFC guy, though, you're just calling one weird name or two weird names a card, right? You can practice it a little bit, but yeah. Man, you've got a <laughs> roster full of rotation of just <laughs> consonants coming in all the time. Where's we buy a vowel? Yeah. Where's the vowels? Where's the... <laughs> Did we lose those in the world war? Like when Germany and you know Roman and all those folks were like taking over the world? Did they like steal all the vowels from the countries that had dominated? Was that part oh. of golly? Oh man, oh man. And we were talking about Boston and Toronto part four. Um like Tampa has fallen off the scene so badly that I think well, you knew that might... was coming. They can you only be good for so long, right? I mean, that's were they five years now of being contenders? Yeah, basically five years yeah. straight of being that's contenders. gotta be the that's winning got, it back it seems to, back. to be the rotation, right? For most of these franchises, is yeah, you get a good five year run and then yeah, you take a step back to reload or rebuild or wherever you are. I wouldn't. I mean, it, as long as they make the playoffs, that's really what it comes down to for them. So what makes for anybody? Let's, yeah. let's talk about playoffs in general, right? Yeah. I mean, that's just the thing. It's man, if you're getting hot going in and you can make the playoffs, you know, and that's something we can talk about in a minute. Is that now the NBA's moved to this play-in tournament? I love it, and I'll tell you why when we talk about it. But you know, it's well, that's it's why. talking about when teams are getting hot and going. Yeah. So let's finish up this hockey talk and jump into some NBA because. There's a real uh, corresponding point here to make about playoff teams and and how you know backing into the playoffs is not how you want to go. So absolutely, I mean, right now you, you have a look at this like Carolina and Florida are just running away with the East, and it's Colorado all day in the West with uh, Calgary. But I mean, you know, this is going to be a great playoff series. I really am looking forward to it to see some of these names that are coming in that are going to be playing. Um, what team? What team are you picking to root for when Montreal goes out in the first round? 
Montreal's already done, dude. They're they're. I'm sorry. I meant yeah, uh, yeah. Toronto. Sorry, I get those. Oh, oh, oh. What team will I be rooting for then? Oh man. Uh, then Boston. I'm not rooting. I'm not rooting for any team. I'm just watching. We know you, Sean. You're rooting for Boston. Yeah. You're by a Bruins. Never, star. ever, ever. Well, like I'm sorry that. That is one thing I cannot do. I cannot root for Boston. I just You've said cannot. publicly on this show that you would root for the team that knocked your team out of the playoffs so that you no, team would no, lose no, to the eventual no. champions. Then I become, then after that, it's the next Canadian team. That's automatic Canadian oh. team. Only Because it's hockey. Because it's hockey rules, okay? So it's hockey rules. Got it. Yeah. Basketball, different. Baseball, different. But hockey rules, no. It's going to be a Canadian team, so... But the Leafs are gonna get by. We're we're gonna we're gonna take it to Boston this year. I really think we got the 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 mental capacity now. Um, the only thing I get nervous about is our goaltending. But we added Giordano, Muzzin's back. Giordano's been a gem, a gem on the scene. Yeah. What's that? What's that? He was a stud while he was here. Oh yeah, he's a gem. It was the oh. only sweater I considered buying, and I'm glad I didn't because I'd be upset. <laughs> you have to switch it over to a leaf sweater. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not that. That's not me. Uh, <laughs> that would be awesome. I would. I would have loved that. You yeah, have like one of those half ones, the Seattle Kraken in Toronto Maple Leafs. I, oh. I fully believe that you would buy one of those. <laughs> all right, let's get into the NBA here, because like I mean, I could talk about hockey all day. I'm really proud of what Austin Matthews is doing, but uh, you know, we're we're not even in the playoffs yet. Ten games away. But we got an MVP. I mean, think about this. Connor McDavid has 108 points, and he's not the front runner for the Hart Memorial Trophy. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. uh, As we shift, let's let's talk about the MVP just quickly as we shift into the NBA basketball. It's a good segue. Uh, Nicholas Nikola Joka, Jokic. I call him the Joker because I can't say his name. I would make a terrible play by play. Jokic. Yep, Jokic. (laughs) <laughs> you realize that he's the first player in NBA history to have 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, and 500 assists in a season. That is crazy. The first one ever. That is crazy. Is he is he number one in MVP voting right now? He won he it last be. year, and he's having a better yeah. year this year. I don't know how he's not. Everyone's saying, you know, whoever else. But for me, it's got to be – it's got to stay the Joker. I thought I thought that Steph might be in the running for this year, you know. It was still, you know – Marcus Smart dove on his ankle and took him out for the year. Uh, that's terrible. That's yeah. terrible. You know, but hey, here's the thing. The playoffs with the play-in, because the today, uh, yesterday was the Raptors' last home game, right? Like, we're, we're getting down to the end of the season now. But that's because of the play-ins, right? You got to get through the play-ins. Yeah. And, and, dude, I mean, if you're 10th, you got a chance. And the very fact... That the Lakers are God. Who's Stephen A. Smith going to talk about now? The Cowboys. <laughs> Who's he going to talk about now? Like <laughs> he'll bring, he'll still bring it the Lakers all the way through because that's just how he is. <laughs> He's a thigh rider. That's unbelievable. They're you know gone. Saying? Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I mean, you have a look at that team. You would think you got Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James. I'm sorry. You know who doesn't make the playoffs annually? Who's that? Russell Westbrook. You know what? You got a point there, buddy. 
you got a point there. Even when he was making the playoffs, it was early exits all the time with uh, OKC. Yeah, and he always had another superstar. You had Paul George or you know, whatever. Yeah. He's just, yeah. he's not. He's a fantastic individual basketball player. I told you about that trade that they wanted to make with us, uh, OKC, with the Raptors, with Pascal Siakam, which I'm glad yeah. we never gave up. You know, I've, I've rode Pascal Siakam so hard, and all of a sudden he's emerging now this season. I think it's because of Scotty Barnes being there. Because you have another weapon. You know what I mean? It was just him. If he's just a man by himself. Yeah. He's Scotty Pippen. It. I told you that, remember? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, like Scotty Barnes takes off a lot of that pressure for uh, for Pippen, for uh, Pascal Siakam, and then Van Vliet and everybody else that's like great supporting cast around them. The Raptors, like Gary Trent Jr., unbelievable. The Raptors are in fifth. We're ahead. Remember how upset you were when Norman Powell got traded and I told you you weren't going to be? Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely correct. Because I really I feel like didn't I'm pat know. myself on the back a lot this episode. I need to stop. I feel gross. <laughs> Let me pat you on the back there. That's start that being, was a great. Being right more often, Sean. Jeez. Whoa, <laughs> dude, I I am I'm like I'm in amazement right now. I mean, here's my thing though. I don't want to face. I don't want to face the Celtics. Oh, at who all, does? At who all does? in the first round. Uh but it looks like we it's going to agree be... that East is so much better than the West. They are. Ugh. This is the first time ever in both hockey and in basketball, the East crushes the West. You know. You know what's funny though is that the champions going to come out of the West. They probably will. I think the Suns are and and the Grizzlies, dude. The Grizzlies. The Grizzlies haven't had John Morant in three weeks, right? They're hoping to get him back before the end of the regular season happens, and they're still locking the second place. Yeah. It's crazy. The Miami Heat clinched the one seed. Boston's coming on strong. Philadelphia's doing their thing. You know, the playing in the East is crazy. We'll have a look at that. So you got uh, the Nets, the Cavs, the Hawks, and the Hornets in the East. As as it stands right now, uh, the Knicks, I don't think they have enough time to make that. They're not going to make that. No, they're already up. done. They're, they're out. done. They're not going to make this, that ground that's up. That's the thing about it. Going into the weekend, uh, there can be some shifting of seeding. Yeah. But the the playoff picture is solidified in both the East and the West. Everyone, who, everyone who's in today yeah. is in. There's no way they can fall out of that's the playoffs it. or the play-in. The, like the – the Raptors only have one more game to play, it looks like. So, I mean, they're in fifth securely, you know. Well, I mean, I don't know what their season is with the uh, uh, Sixers, but if the Sixers lose and Toronto wins, then, you know, those two could flip-flop the four or five, and then Absolutely. Toronto would have the home court advantage, which would be beneficial well, just to them. Two nights ago, we we spanked the Sixers without Van Vliet in the lineup. So I mean, I like our chances with the Sixers. I like our chances. Harden playing. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like our chances with the Sixers. I like our chances with uh, the Bucks. Even you know, but we're not going to face the Bucks. Um, And I like our chances with the Heat. I will face any of those teams before I I want to face the Celtics. Huh? Yeah, you might get some real games from Mr. Lowry. Oh yeah, Lowry's got a lot to say there, buddy. He 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 he's he broke our winning momentum up there pretty good when we had him. I think that Miami. If you're Toronto, you know, if a Nets team gets hot, which they seem to kind of be 
on the precipice of. Yeah. Right. You got. You might have a problem there. Uh, Miami certainly in Boston, but otherwise you're looking pretty good. You're probably the third or fourth, you know, powerhouse in the East. And you know. nobody like we've been riding under the radar yeah, the whole it's wide season. Open. It's wide yeah. open in the East. It's wide open in the East. No favor. Then you move on to the West. The West is wow. I mean, speaking of riding the radar, how about these Dallas Mavericks? I know. I know. Like, what a quiet. But the thing is, is that are they really under the wide radar when you have Donkic? It's just an unbelievable talent. Well, I mean, they're not talent wise, but you think about who the noises you hear about, and you hear, you hear about the Jazz, you hear about the yeah. Nuggets, the Clippers, all those are lower than them in the seats. I know. I know. It's true. Like, Jazz, it's, like, it's, not even that the long. The thing ago. with Golden State. I mean, having Steph and Clay Thompson with a emergence of Jordan Poole, you really got to think that they got to be, you know, up there at the top to give Phoenix a run for their money in the West. Oh, yeah. So that's why I guess I mean by Dallas being under the radar is you talk about all these other teams before you talk about Dallas, but Dallas, you know, strong season. Yeah. So. Like, like Dallas is, yeah, like you said, very strong season. And it looks like it's going to be them and the Ma- uh, the Mavs and the uh, Jazz lining up there yep. first. Yep. Um, and then, I mean, here's the thing. The Timberwolves, the Clippers, the Pelicans, and the Spurs. Who do you like coming out of this play in? Um, I think it's Minnesota and Clippers that are going to end up prevailing out of here. That's what I think, too. But those are two very dangerous teams that are hot, and that's what I love about the playing tournament is that it gives you a team for, you know. You see in the East, I think Charlotte's real hot right now, which is interesting. Yeah, they are. You know, Charlotte Charlotte might be able to bounce their way into the playoffs. And do you want to play a scrappy Hornets team in the first round? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Well, Maybe not. Like, that's the heat and the Bucks prerogative to worry about, you know. Yeah. It's like... And the Cavaliers surprised me that they dropped all the way down at the play. Well, I mean, yes and no. They haven't been there for so long and been competitive. It's hard to keep your foot on the gas this long when you haven't been there before. Yeah. It, it, Real it solid building blocks to move into yeah. for the, the following year. I mean, they would have, you know, this is where the fans make the argument that, oh, well, I like the other way because this, you know, Cleveland's the eight seed. They would have made the playoffs, which is true but let's you know 43 and 38 is the record of the nets and the cavaliers right they're yeah. in seven and eight yeah 42 and 39 is the record of the hawks and the hornets so they're really i mean they're a game back and that's what we you want to have exactly. you don't want to have exactly the nine and ten seed just be a game out of no. seven and eight like that's let's have good. this plan i i like this. the plan i mean you here's the, the thing, thing. You're not looking at teams below 500 that are doing the play in here, except for in the except for in the West, right? It's like oh, except yeah, for in the West, yeah. It's like yeah, but in the East, there's not one team that's below 500 that are going to be in this. To me, it's like it makes a great argument that okay, if you're that good, let's do this. Because you know what, I wish sometimes in hockey, like last last year in baseball, now they changed the rules this year coming up. Because a team that has 91 victories or even 90 should not just all of a sudden not make the postseason. That's a long 162 games. You know, have a plan. This is a good idea. Who's complaining? Yeah, I think it can get tweaked a little bit. I mean, I personally, I hate to see the play in in the West this year, but I love it in the West. I know, yeah. Yeah, but, but don't that, forget. Maybe but that's that's, that's what the West is all about. Your Seahawks were like that, coming in with seven and nine, and then they go and they upset somebody, and then they go on to the next round. I mean, that's what the West is all about. I don't know about. why you want to bring. I don't know why you want to bring that up. 
Because I want to see your face. By the way, you look great, Brad. It looks like you've been hitting a couple of uh, weights there. You know? Yeah, look at this guy. He's been he's been busy at it there. Sorry, I feel healthy for the first time. Probably going to realize that I haven't been healthy in probably 10 years. So That's crazy, dude. Stand yeah. by. You eating a few vegetables? Yeah, not as many as you are, but yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I hit a little bit too much barley in the past couple of weeks. So I got to you know, lay off. Uh, that'll happen. Yeah. Yeah. By vegetables, you mean potatoes. By potatoes, you mean vodka. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I am am right now. Like, you're right. The West is garbage. But the thing is that, you know, Clippers and the Wolves. The plane is garbage in the West. The top six seeds are, I mean, really. No, no. They're they're really dominant, right? Yeah, Yeah. Like, Phoenix, look at that. Phoenix is so dominant. I mean, Denver's, yeah, you're talking about Minnesota even being a seven seed at 46 and 35. They could be the, you know, contending yeah. for the fifth seed in the, the East. Hero was at the Aldi's in Phoenix. And uh, I'm wearing my Raptors. Aldi's in Phoenix? Yeah, yeah. I'm wearing my uh, Raptors gear. And this older guy with his uh, son stuff, he comes up, he goes, your basketball team is really good. Like that, right? And I'm like, thanks, man. Your team is awesome. Look at that, right? I go there, number one in the whole thing. He goes, yeah, we're having a good year. Last year was a good year, too. (laughs) Yeah, 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 it was. After 10 (laughs) years of not having good years, they're finally having good years. Right? Yeah. There's a buzz in Phoenix right now for their basketball team. To be fair, there's always a buzz in Phoenix, but there's a lot of noise about their team, too. Yeah, yeah. It's always a buzz in Phoenix. See what I did there? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> Moving on. Any NFL things that have piqued your interest since we've last talked, John? So there's there's one thing I did want to talk about there quickly. Um, so a couple of friends of my wife, I've become friends with these guys. They uh, are Cleveland Guardians fans. They won't call themselves Guardians fans. They still want to call themselves Indians fans, but they said they're moving towards it to taking it on. They said it was just hard for them. They're they're Guardians fans. It would be Anyways, terrible if your team that you've rooted for your entire life changed their name. That's it. Like well, we're yeah. in our forties. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's just hard. So I get it. Anyways, we we're talking about Browns and we we're talking about um, Deshaun Watson coming over there, and apparently, what. All that, according to him, and I don't, I don't necessarily doubt this because you know, the front office in Cleveland has been a joke for so many years until recently. But they were trying to put a fire under Baker Mayfield uh, to get him to be more competitive, and the opposite has happened. Like they were trying to get something to going by trying to get Deshaun over here, right? And it's just like, all right, let's see what's going to happen. And now Baker's folded completely. He wants off the team, everything like that. Because he's saying, and this is the thing, this is just local fans of the area just saying, we really don't want the shot, you know? And I'm like, but you got him. (laughs) You got him. The largest guaranteed contract in the history of football. So they didn't just bring him in for competition. That's exactly what I'm thinking. You know, and these are locals. Baker Mayfield is a wildly competitive dude. He is. He is. I think there's more to that story. I don't think that he's not competitive. 
We can argue about if he's good or not. Right. I, I think he was a fantastic college quarterback. Uh yeah, yeah. But, but let's let's face it, Josh Allen right now is winning that from that draft class altogether. He's uh yeah destroying yeah. that. You know, yeah. it was a weak draft class. Of course he's whatever. Winning. Whatever, buddy. Whatever, buddy. <laughs> whatever. Wow. You know, whatever. Listen, listen. Josh Allen is doing amazing things in Buffalo. Buffalo is going to be a great team this season. Um, the Seahawks, I mean, I don't know, man. Hold on. We're just going to breeze past. They just signed Stephon Diggs, who's one of the best receivers, so an extension is going to keep him Buffalo the rest of his career. That's perfect. Makes him a wealthy, wealthy man. And you're just wealthy man, and he's a right great over one receiver. of your own people. No, no, no. I'm just saying the Buffalo's healthy for many, many seasons to come. It's good to see. Because we've missed the playoffs so drastically. You know what I mean? It's just good to see. It's nice to be in the yeah. area where you feel like, yeah, we're going to make these postseasons. Don't worry about it. How you many know? Leafs postseasons in a row have you made? This guy. Right. Had to go right, right? Wow. Yeah. Wow. One, two, three. One, two, three, four. This would be six. <laughs> pretty good run. Pretty good run of first round exits. Uh, shut up. If you put that out there again this time too, man, I think I'm going to lose my crap. You know, congratulations, Toronto Maple Leafs, to your guaranteed first round exit. Like... Our friend, our friend Jim Taddy said that it won't happen, so you have that to stand on. <laughs> Believe in Jim. Listen, listen, I wasn't believing it much there for a little bit because it was so ugly looking there January, February. Yeah, you um, had the mid-season blues. <laughs> January, February was looking horrible, buddy. Anyway, horrible. back to this Deshaun Watson thing. I, it, the whole thing stinks outside yeah. of his extracurricular activities. Yeah, Just the way the contract is structured is gross. Like, There's just a lot of really – I don't like – a player being under contract. I, I think I, you know what I hate is I hate the no trade clause. I think that's really gross. It's and I it's understand weird. why they put it in. I, I mean, I get it, right? If you're a high performing player, you don't want your the team to go south and them to ship you to Cleveland. All uh, what's his name again? I always forget his name. I make a case of him all the time. He was a linebacker for the Patriots. His name is Jamie Collins. Collins. Jamie Collins, Collins Senior. Yeah, yeah, Amber, talented, <laughs> you know, Pro Bowl guy, wanted some more money. Belichick said, oh, you want some more money? Go play in Cleveland. Like, it's, you know, and they came back to uh, New England a couple years later, which is wild in its own sense. But I understand the trade clause in protecting the player. I understand that. Where it gets gross is in cases like Deshaun Watson, where you interview other teams publicly – like you're a free agent and you're not. It's just gross. Yeah. It takes all the leverage away from the teams that make, I mean, think about the fallout they're having now and all these other, like in Atlanta, you know, where they end up trading Matt Ryan to the Colts, but he knew that they were going to shop him. We had to wait 10 days. Like you're protecting one player by damaging others. And I just, I don't think that's. It's, it's odd. Like the NFL, I think to me is the most oddest as far as it comes to like you know because like the, the skilled positions are so skilled right yeah. you can't you don't have different lines coming out like this is you might have a different player coming in for a scheme uh, as far as tight end or whatever right but like yeah. 
your quarterback is your quarterback through that whole entire point, right? And it's just like it's a it's an interesting it's an interesting dynamic. So you're right. Like let's just say you had a high draft pick, but now you bring in somebody else who you you know he's a stud. All of a yeah. sudden, this guy is mentally like, and that's the thing: the mental toughness if, of a skilled position player that you're in well, competition. That's what I guess that's what I'm saying. You, yeah. you're protecting the guy on the way out, but not the guy on the way in. Because yeah. look at what happened with even with Baker, where he was like, as soon as it was announced they were negotiating with Deshaun Watson, he was like, I want out. Like, yeah. Well, and you're not going to tell me that doesn't mess with your head. Like, of course it does. You're going to be there. Yeah. You're going to be affected. Yeah. Is you're not going to be the same person. Because you lost a position that you thought you had for at least seven years, right? You would think that. It's like, I've got this for seven years. No. And and I've never seen, like, as far as with the NFL, that seems to be the biggest buster boom as far as draft picks are concerned. Oh, yeah. Biggest buster boom I've ever seen in a sport, you know. Uh, But, man, I mean, you could hit a home run like Russell... Like, you know, like Russell Wilson was a home run as far as a draft pick is concerned and developing him. He was a he home was. run, you yeah. know, like you can't, you can't, like there's, there's all this. Well, and all we this can stuff. talk about how the, the no trade clause works there. That worked out well. Yeah. I mean, outside of Russell Wilson having, you know, taken a hit to his character, in my opinion, by lobbying that he loves Seattle and all this other stuff. And then you find out that he'd been behind the scenes trying to get to Denver for three months while he's on national TV saying that. Like that irritates it, it, it didn't surprise you. Like, I mean, last year. Oh, it's just who Russell of- is. Russell just, Russell is Wayne Brady in the Dave Chappelle skit, right? He just has a clean image, but really behind it, he's not the highest character guy. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise me how the way that I mean well, the surprises were Aaron Rodgers saying a Green Bay surprise. <laughs> that was well, a the surprise. bigger surprise is Aaron Rodgers signing this massive contract to stay in Green Bay and then you know days <laughs> after trading Devontae Adams to the Raiders. Are they going That's like, a surprise? What are they doing? <laughs> how and high does how high does Aaron Rodgers get if he thinks that Randall Cobb is the number one receiver? Oh no, I think. Now he's probably kicking himself. Why did I trust these guys? He knew it. He's I mean, come on, said that he knew that was the plan. He did, eh? Wow, that's crazy because that's your number one guy. That guy he's gonna sign know. Cole Beasley. Like that's what but, they're gonna do. It's him and Cole Beasley. They're gonna have their, you know. Yeah, but I like Cole Beasley, too, don't buns. get me wrong. But the thing is, though, he's not Devontae Adams. And the thing is, it's like, okay, yeah. you. He's can not the best say, slot receiver in the game either, as was once. Yeah, 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 so. yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like, here, here, okay, Aaron Rodgers, could it be said? Because, I mean, Aaron Rodgers had a career where he's developed, like, Jordy Nelson. He's developed wide receivers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same thing with Tom Brady, because Amendola and – Wes Welker is like, who are these guys? Who are these I, guys? I agree. I agree with the Tom Brady thing. Jordy Nelson was a pretty good college wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what did he do after Green Bay? I'm just saying there's certain quarterbacks that you end up linking up with that you guys are symbiotic for that time period. Yeah. Now, Devontae Adams is going on to a lesser quarterback. Is he going to be that dominant wide receiver as he has been? So typically I would agree with you. Except yeah. for I watched those two be dominant in college together. Yeah. And that's why, you know, Devontae Adams took less money to go play with Derek Carr. Right. 
right. then he would have gotten to stay with Aaron Rodgers. So right. he's got to feel comfortable. We'll have normally, to though, Sean, normally you're dead on. I, would, I think your point's valid there, right? But yeah. we'll, we'll have to see. I mean, you know, uh, do I think the Lakers get better because of it? Absolutely. Derek Carr is not – he's not – The who? The Raiders. Okay. <laughs> do they get better? I heard better? you say Lakers. Maybe that was just me. No, I think that was you there. You've been, you're, you're channeling your inner Stephen A. Smith there, I think. Maybe. I may, it might be true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lakers. Lakers. <laughs> I thought you said the Lakers had gotten better there. No, the Raiders. The Raiders we'll go, definitely. At least we have it on tape. We'll go back and see. Yeah, I, yeah. I may have heard it wrong. Yeah, the Raiders definitely got it better. Uh, I mean, they, yeah, but can they, Josh McDaniels coach? Do we know that? I don't know that. Do you know that? I don't know, dude. You know, I know he's a great offensive coordinator. Yeah, well, we'll have to see. I mean, you know, uh, Stefanski was a great offensive coordinator, but he, I think he could coach. Yes, I don't think that being an offensive coordinator precludes you from being a great offensive coach or being a great head coach. Just we've seen McDaniels before. Has he grown enough to be a coach? That's right. Right. The Bill Belichick tree is pretty short on high coaches, on good coaches, right? I, I have to agree with you on that. That's true. Yeah. Uh, for the amount, like for the amount of games that that guy won, he really hasn't produced a lot. Yeah. Mike Grable, I think yeah. is maybe the only coach that makes the playoffs. Yeah. Consistently. Yeah. Consistently. Absolutely. Uh, no, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to the NFL season. They've done a lot in the, in the off season in order to make, this like we're talking about it every season we seem to be talking about like crazy contracts quarterback shuffles it's like you know you're 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 making it so i'm salivating already for the regular season i'm excited for the draft we have all this other cool stuff going on i'm like yeah "Yeah, but the draft is in two weeks (laughs) you know what i totally forgot about that because everything else that's going on it's really like like right now, it's like, wow, we got yeah. NBA playoffs coming up. NHL's winding down for the playoffs. Yep. And baseball started. Ah! <laughs> yeah. And then we're like, hey, NFL draft, right? NFL yeah, yeah. Is oh. better than all those things. <laughs> you blowed it up. on this show. There is so much happening. <laughs> great time of year. It's a great oh, time of year. All right, you got me a one-on-one question. I think we've talked ourselves to I do, and this is where I want – this is where it goes, and it's less – normally I like our one-on-one questions to be a bit more outside the box and more about Mm -hmm. sports, but I saw this stat, and I just need to ask you about this thing, okay? I got to read it because I want to make sure I get it correct. Okay. Stephon Curry, NBA's highest-paid player this season, right? $45.78 million is what Steph has made – this season right yeah he will make more this season than the current payrolls of four major league baseball teams the orioles the athletics the pirates and the guardians right first wow point second wow point the there's 38 38 nba players who will earn more this year than the orioles and the pirates whole 26 man payrolls is baseball salary cap broken? Was it broken? These are small market teams. It's like, should they increase the floor? Why? Can they afford it? Can these teams afford it? Well, if they can't, then they should get new ownership that can. But you're talking about there's some ancient teams there, like Baltimore. 
Cleveland. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah. It's four really old teams that have solid fan bases, and those fan bases are getting jobbed. Yeah, but they're playing by money these ball. cheap owners. Moneyball. Are they? Oakland, the Moneyball okay. team. Baltimore, of, come on. Baltimore's been Oriole, in the basement okay, hear, forever. The Orioles, the Athletics, the Pirates, and the Indians. Who's going to yeah. compete for a playoff spot this year? The Guardians. And uh, it's going to be the Guardians competing for a playoff spot this year. And they still get paid less money than Stephen Curry. That's crazy. I Because I, I, the thing is that you hear about crazy Major League Baseball contracts, okay? But the fact is, is that in the NBA, I mean... 38 players, Sean. 38 yeah. players make nah, more yeah, yeah, money yeah. than yeah. two it's, separate baseball franchises. Yeah, but don't forget totality. that the NBA, the NBA and the NFL, to me, I think they 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 rule because. And I don't know, like with the NBA, with that deal with China, who knows how much money they're making with that? I, I, yeah, NBA is making money hand over fist. They can afford to pay their players that, and the whole reason why they could do that is because people watch. Now, baseball could have had a black eye going into it this year with the whole entire player strike. And I'd argue they do have a black eye going. Into yeah, it this year, but. absolutely. You know, I mean, Maybe the very fact that you're sitting there and you're still looking at an asterisk on uh, was it Dem- no Mickey Mickey Mantle? Is it Mickey Mantle that broke? the Bambino's record mm-hmm. and there's still an asterisk on that guy because it's like, Oh, he had to play. He got to play more games than the Baber. And it's like, we're so far down from that, but no asterisk for the guy who may or may not have used performance. Steroids. Exactly. It's like, you know, like, like baseball is so hypocritical about certain things that it's just like, come on, man, put, put Pete Rose in the hall of fame, get it done with, Stop this crap. It's just like, you know, did he hit it or did he not hit it? I don't care if he had steroids or not. It was a different time period. That was a time period of baseball at that point. They extended the games. Stop putting these stupid asterisks on stupid things. Pay your players. Give us a freaking product that we could all be happy about. Which I'm sorry. I mean, I'm happy about my Blue Jays coming out there. But give us, as far as Major League Baseball is concerned overall, right? I don't want to keep seeing the Yankees and the Red Sox every year. Or in the Dodgers. Let's see some other teams. Darn it. So fix the salary cap. Short answer. I like it. Yes. All right. <laughs> Thank That's you quite for a journey, time. Sean. Thank you for yes. that. Yes. Yes. All right. I got one for you. Okay. I've been thinking about this long and hard. So if you were stuck in a desert, because <laughs> I was mm-hmm. in a desert just a week ago, you were stuck mm-hmm. in a desert. What is the number one thing you think you would like to bring with you if you're stuck in a desert? Water. Yeah, you know what? That was too easy. What's the number two thing? (laughs) You're allowed three things. You're allowed three things now at this desert. Three things. What are you bringing? Uh, Maybe a big sun hat like you had on there. That was that's something to look at. Um, I never folks, saw a like from you. It, I never seen a like from you for that. There was no like. I'm like, what? This maybe, Brad, uh, maybe like Sean will put this up there on uh, our social media so you can see. It. I always thought because I'm friends with Sean. There's a picture of Sean with poolside. Sean is sitting in a lounge chair as one would underneath the pool umbrella, right? Which is we can all agree is a move when you're on vacation. Sean also is wearing full sandals you know like with straps around his achilles and his toes in the chair he's wearing a shirt that is fully unbuttoned which is strange 
uh, as a cover-up, I would assume, to cover his shoulders, but his titties were out. I'm not real sure what his move was. And he had a giant sun hat on with his tactical glasses, but he was underneath an umbrella. It just didn't make any sense to me at all. I thought, what is this man doing? He had clearly been there for a while. <laughs> I can't even respond. All right, what's the other two things? <laughs> big sun hat, water. The water? Yeah. A big sun hat. Uh, let's see, the third one would probably be... How long? I mean, I'm just going to be there for indefinite time, like... Yeah. The Byron Man styles. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and maybe uh, some granola. Yeah, I brought my pussy on board here. Yeah, grabbing it right. Look at him; he's very happy. Okay, Mister Tiggs, get down there. All right, Mister Tiggs, what a name! What a name for a cat. (laughs) I think this brings us to a a wonderful close there this week. As always, friends, thanks for your support. We appreciate you. You know, we know uh, you have other options and you're here. So we thanks for that. Sean, until next time, be good or be good at it. Right. Oh. You've listened to the podcast, but now it's time to visit us in our virtual sports bar. Get all of our info at guysbeersports.com, where you can find all the ways to connect with us. Watch for live conversations with Brad and Sean that happen throughout the week and join in with your favorite local beer. You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos or even join us as a guest live commentator. The GBS Virtual Sports Bar is open for business. Come on in, boys and girls.